Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 254 of the No Podcast. We are, besides Warzone Champions, No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. News tonight, who just joined the PlayStation Studios family? Question mark. Nintendo has more characters ready for the red carpet. Who could that be? And why would they be coming to the red carpet? Uh, download required games. Brant, you didn't give us a whole lot to go off of on this one. <laughs> I'll let you know that it's it's not a title on Switch, and there's a, uh, a download require banner. Is this a reference to friend of the show, Renee, joining Steam? Sure, why not? Maybe, maybe. Uh, Nintendo Indie World Showcase. I forgot about this. That might be the might be the big big part of the news. I think I caught the tail end of it. We'll just kind of run through that one. Yeah, and we have uh, Genesis and Mega Drive games being added to Nintendo Switch Online. I'm one of tonight's Call of Duty Warzone champions, Richard Bergman, and one of your hosts. Also joined by Newsmaster and co-Warzone champion, Brant McKee. What's up? Yep, putting in the work in one round and then not doing <laughs> shit in another. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had two dubs today. We had a lunch yep. dub, and then we uh, Cesar drug us on his back to win this evening. No, I was up there too, buddy. Oh, yeah, you were. You, both me of y'all were. Me and him were uh, doing work with those sniper rivals. I was given uh I was given Cesar credit for your kills. I just saw him in my peripheral and then somebody <laughs> dropped. I was like, way to go, Cesar. Brent's <laughs> like, it's me. He's running in front I know it wasn't me because I'm looking at the guy and I was about to shoot and then they drop instantly and I was like, all right, Brent got him. He on that bridge. <laughs> There's uh three of our four Warzone champion. Uh that is Cesar Concepcion the second. Welcome, sir. Glad to be here. He of the sniper rifle. I think you went off with that. Is that something you're gonna seek out from now on? I just it, it just was one of those days, you know, some, there's you some days I do the sniper rifle and then I'm, I am on butthole. And LMG I feel like there's and, LMG and sniper, man. That's I was what killing I the LMG. I was fine with it because I can lay down cover fire and then you guys can pick them off because I'm just tearing up everything around the person. I might not hit the person, but they're scared shitless. Uh, and Renee, Renee is on the he's on the chat with us. Renee, welcome. You're our fourth. We couldn't have done it without you. We needed you there. Hey, I guess we'll go into our win. We started off in the canal as we do. I think either the match before that or two matches before that we came in second place. Yeah, uh, because we ran into the gas and then I think I had the longest lasting gas mask and I thought I picked up the gas mask that was next to me that I killed somebody and it the one I had just kept cracking because I even looked back down and there was nothing there. I was like, OK, I guess it just refilled or whatever. And so, uh, yeah, died in the gas. Just my body's just dead in the gas, and somebody you see somebody win floating in the water way ahead of me. Yep. <laughs> but I killed their buddy. It was just whatever. Uh, but our win, we we played the canal. Cesar's got a, a great plan going where he gets in a sea do and like sprints to where the vault's at and unlocks the vault for us and makes sure everybody has uh, has good weapons coming out of there. We had a couple of fights down in there. We had uh, somebody was hunting. Somebody's always hunting us. As soon as we land, yeah. your squad is being hunted. <laughs> it's every it's always us. It's always fucking us, man. It's always yeah. us. There's like 25 squads. I mean, unless there's 12 teams picking up that damn contract every time. I don't know. So that one round we played, they got us right off the rip, and we came in 16th or whatever it was. Nope. Somebody somebody lived long enough. I think that's how I was running away yeah. from them long enough. Brand's like, behind you, behind you. He's like, I'm just trying to live until <laughs> you come back. <laughs> and they were hunting me, so they killed me, and then they were after Cesar after that. But, no. Was that the gas run? Was that the crazy gas run after that? 
I think uh, I think I think that might have been all the same thing. That was on the big matches. It was like three. It only did like three matches, I think. And that was on the big map because I picked the little map and then I accidentally picked the big map. And then we did the big map. But Renee joined us. So we dropped out and it was one of those. Okay, let's just do one more before we record. And we fucking won that one. It was so sweet. It was so sweet. That guy gave us a run for his money. There was one dude. I was getting to worry. We might lose that one. He's throwing divisionary taxes. He did pretty well. Yeah. So we got up out of the we got up out of the canal. We had to do the whole like climb up the it's not a seawall, but it's like the sloped um it's a BMP or something. It's a yeah. storm feature where the water goes down in from the canal. So we had to climb up that and then up some of the rocks, and I thought the Gosh. rocks were gonna kill me. My, there were so many people on those bridges and stuff, I kept getting <sighs> popped and I kept having to dive in the water and like plate up while I'm swimming and pop back up and shoot people. Yep. That's what I ended up doing. I swam all the way around there, and then we looped around one of those buildings that's, like, down by the, the exit of the canal. It worked. We had – it's like yeah, we flanked everybody because then we had everybody in front of us. Nobody mm. was behind us. And then as a – so now the final circle's just moving, right? And I glance up, and we're kind of on the mountains going down into that – it's like the beach beach club area, right? Yeah. And uh, I glance up, and there's four people left in two teams. And I know the three of us are alive. I think Renee had – I think the gas got Renee at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's just fan out and get him. And we did. And he ran for a little while, but it, it turned into a, it was me and him. If he had cut to the left, he would have run right back to you guys. So it was just the two of us looking at each other. And he popped, I think he popped most of my plates, mm-hmm. but down he, he goes. He, he got me zone. down bleeding. Yeah. He almost got me down. Oh, he got you on the, on the run there. Mm, he almost yeah, got me. I was, I had like, I was one or two shots away from being down. That game, you got to totally mess up to lose the three V one. We did not. <laughs> no. Yeah, Cesar was plating up. He was good to go, and we would have we would still been able to face him. But that was a fun ending. That was so much fun. <laughs> Game of the year. And before that, we were playing uh, we were playing the the loading simulator. Cesar's always trying to jump into helicopters and taking off. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we'll start with games played, and then we'll we'll finish with news, right? Since we dove straight into yeah, that's this. Fine. Yeah. yeah. So, Cesar, uh, friend of the show, Jeremy, myself, and friend of the show, Dale, played... We didn't play late Saturday. I think it was till like, 1230 or 1245. It wasn't too awfully bad. Uh, we had one stretch where we won three of four games. We won two, and then I'm pretty sure we came in second on that third one, or fourth. It was close to the top. Second on the fourth one, yeah. We almost yeah. had it. Yep, and then we won uh, We won the last of those four. And it was like, we, <laughs> we get three wins in this... In this one stretch and it was all playing the canal and doing the getting to the vault and getting good weapons and then be having the right timing like getting up and out um what was the one with the rope well, that was today wasn't it uh brant which one uh they climbed up the rope and we were just sitting there at the bottom of the canal <laughs> oh, yeah. so uh the lunchtime win today was with russell a uh, friend of the show russell and friend of the show mills and we're down in the canal, and I think you guys had a couple gunfights, but I hadn't seen anybody. And it's getting down to, like, it's the last circle. We just yeah. stayed there, and the circle closed. And it's going to flush us out of there. And for some reason, I think Brent and I were both looking for gas masks. And Russell and Mills go up this zip line, right? We're stand- still down at the bottom looking for shit. Just hunting around. Gas mask is popping. We're, we're trying to find a better one. I'm trying to find the rope because I got too far away, and the freaking mustard gas is all up on me. And we hear Russell calling it out up there. He's like, they're in front of me, they're in front of me. And me and Brand are fumbling around in the bottom. And we see victory go across. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Russell had two kills. I think Mills had one. I had yep. 30 damage in the whole round. I had and 30 I had total damage. damage. 
<laughs> and zero kills. That was and it. Zero Both kills. Was zero kills. Yeah. And the, and we're champions. And then Russell had the. I think I had a higher score than Russell somehow. I guess I scavenged more stuff. He was at the bottom. He had the winning kill. He had the most kills. He was at the bottom of the team. So you're over, you're over there in the bottom like Golem, just picking shit up, looking at it. <laughs> the collector. <laughs> We need to start paying attention to what roles it gives us, like as we get on the plane at the end of it, because I think that'd be pretty funny looking back at, at how the round went. I wish they went more random with that. It's always like Survivor, who got knocked down and picked back up, who picked up the most money, who traversed the most, or who got the most kills, or something like that. I yeah. wish they did the perfect dark thing, like uh, least shielded and most harmless, and just the the mix of like complimentary and, and insulting ones. Because I've had some rounds, like, I think, Cesar, in that last win, you didn't have plates. Like, you kept running out of plates. It's like, I was, I was I plateless plates. for the longest fucking time. Yeah. yeah, I need plates, I need plates. You would have been least shielded. It'd be funny to see some random thing pop up like that. Or, like, can't decide what gun to pick. Because a couple times I'm like, why, 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 why? I'm trying to pick which gun to go up the rope and stuff with. My dumbass ran across uh, something I hit F on accident, picked up the fucking uh, rocket launcher with no ammo, and dropped my level 5 weapon. And oh I was God. like, I can't go back and get it. Oh, then you were just stuck with it. Was your other weapon okay? Your secondary? It was a sniper, but I ended up picking up another uh, close quarters after that. So, man, you guys went off with that sniper. I I have no complaints about the game. I love playing it on the big map. That's a that's a new twist. But I wish there were bigger groups. We always have at least three, and sometimes it's like six to eight people in there at one time. I would love to not have to divide up and all of us play some, you know. And I thought with the big map, I thought that was going to come in, but. Not so much. The game continues to be excellent. Did y'all want to add anything else with that? No. I'm always enthusiastic about Warzone. It gets me hyped. When we win, it's just this... It's such a good feeling. I'm like, <laughs> yes! Because you can't... I guess you could fuck around and win. Like, if you're just standing around somewhere as the circle close in. But the way we play tactics, the way we communicate with each other, the way we call stuff out and survive like just running to try to survive to get somebody to resurge back in it's just good shit i love it's such a rush i love that game i'm glad we've roped everybody into it too and the cross the cross play seems to work great right yeah mm -hmm. uh, I, at all. I think i know i was on xbox brant were you still on ps5 you're still using yep. that one Cesar was on pc and renee was on was renee X on xbox i think he was xbox he, you bought him on xbox remember yep that's what that's yeah. what it was yep renee was on xbox too so it just and I feel like the chat's gotten better, right? Like, we were complaining about the chat and wanting to switch to Discord. I feel like mm -hmm. we hear each other pretty well now. Oh, yeah. Or we just I'll, got used to it. And I always hear the people that I murdered, too. Fucking bastard sniper from the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brant got called a, a god-awful word. And I'm like, there's no room in this game for that. I kind of wish you could have reported them somehow. If I had remember, remembered their name, I would have. But yeah. it was it was whatever. I, I downed them and... Cause he like he was he come down uh, one of the entrances to the canal, yeah. And he and Renee was over there still like picking some stuff up, and he started popping back and forth with him. And I come around the corner because I heard the gunfire and see Renee taking fire. <laughs> so I just come around the corner, down the guy, and then he he kind of like tucks back into a little cove behind a corner, and I just <laughs> jump right down right down and gun him down. And that's when he uh, uh, slurred me. So. Oh. But <laughs> there's no room. There's no room just anywhere. Like, eh. There's definitely no room in Call of Duty. Uh, Bush is in the chat. He said Warzone got Cessard. <laughs> <laughs> At last. It. Yeah, yes. finally. At last we turned the tides. 
Um, I think you guys were watching because the, the gas had taken you on that one. I got second place. I'm hauling ass the whole time trying to get like through the gas, trying to run, follow the circle because the gas was just hauling ass the whole time. And uh, I found somebody in a bathroom like they just happened to be I was trying to just sprint through the house and there's somebody in the bathroom just like crouched in the bathroom looking at what y'all say a medicine medicine <laughs> they were, cabinet they were looking at the medicine cabinet they just had the door yeah. looking through there and just getting shit and I took a clip because I'm like parkouring through that shit I'm not trying to creep into the doors or anything I'm like busting everything open yeah. as soon as I come in and there they are and I just start knifing them <laughs> they went oh, he, down you know he was pissed man he was pissed because he panicked he was start doing this when I saw him on the screen he was panicking like oh what to do as you just keep beating him down to the ground. They're so funny, man. I turned off that proximity chat, but I love that death chat. And I know I, I know it's on for me, too. So I'm like, mother, ah, no, <laughs> behind me. There are the one the one we got the win when we crept up out of the water. Uh, we had taken down. There's a guy in the gray. I think they I think that's who took Renee, as a matter of fact, like coming back towards the warehouses and the, the entrance to the canal. And uh, it was a kid. They were like, on me, on me, yeah. on me. Yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I shot one of their <laughs> friends because it sounded like an eight, straight eight-year-old. They were so hard to kill because I was shooting at them from over a box. And then Cesar was hitting them. It's like they took forever once they were down. I don't know if they were like in the middle of a self-revive or what. But, God, that was it was brutal trying to take them out. I just didn't want, like, the gas was coming. I didn't want to leave them in the gas. And then because one of those rounds, I lived in the gas. They left me alone. And I, I healed and ran around the corner. So you never want to leave somebody to, to murder you on the other side of the building. Um, All I've played outside of Warzone a little bit on and off this week is uh, Skyrim. I've I've officially caught up to my furthest playthrough of Skyrim. So I've passed the Switch version of that. And I think I found the right balance on the Steam Deck for like battery and performance and stuff. Um. Like you can set the you could set the frame rate at like 40, but it'll still render the game at 60. So it gives you a little battery savings, but it does start up that fan, man. When you when you get a lot of stuff going on or it's snowing or raining or something in Skyrim, you hear that fan kick up. Um, I forget how good that game is and I forget how glitchy that game can be. I had a couple wild moments. Um, there's random strangers that are just walking around the world, right? You have interactions with them. Sometimes they're bandits that come after you. There's wildlife. Uh, sometimes I've been walking. There's just people walking the pathways and the wildlife will come after them and I have to kill like wolves or something. But I was in the middle of a dragon fight and these two people come walking across and they were introduced in the I think it's Dawn Guard as the expansion. So they're like vampire hunters. So I'm fighting this dragon and and some uh, conversations in, in Skyrim and all those uh, Gamebryo titles they'll like latch onto you. So if they're close enough, you get forced into this conversation. <laughs> so this lady's like recruiting for the vampire, the vampire killers of the Dawn guard. And I'm like, I've been actively shooting arrows at this dragon. <laughs> and, uh, and then it's like this conversation. This, she draws me into this conversation. It's like, I don't, I don't want your pitch right now to join the Dawn guard. I, I can't do this. And my house, Carl, Lydia, the first one you get, she's like screaming in front of me. The dragon's lighting her up. It's, it's pure chaos. <laughs> And then, uh, so in the story, you're the dragonborn. You you discover that within, I mean, it happens to you within the first 10 or 15 minutes of the game. And then you, you understand what happened to you in probably the first hour. Um, but essentially, you can speak to dragons and you can absorb their souls when you kill them. And these two same people, after I beat that dragon... Uh, the one lady is like, she's stunned because I the dragon's like soul went into me. There's this whole animation. And uh, she's stunned. She's like, what did I just witness? 
And I'm like, oh, that's like some dynamic, you know, some dynamic uh, conversation. Like they saw what happened around them and stuff like that. And I was like, let me talk to the other lady. And she was like, have you thought about joining the Dawn Guard? We're after the vampires. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> did you not just see? Did you not just see what happened right here behind you? <laughs> she did. Uh, she thinks you would be a great candidate for the yeah. Dawn Guard. Oh, your, your skills out here. But she never even acknowledged it. It's like she was totally oblivious to what just went on in front of her. And they were just standing there after the wolves had attacked them. Um, you meet a dragon at a certain point that is not a foe. And I was, as I was talking to this dragon, and I looked this up on Steam Deck, Cesar, maybe you have some insight. There's no way to take a quick clip, right? One of my favorite things in modern gaming. Switch has it, Xbox, PlayStation. I know you can take a screenshot, but you can't take like the past 30 seconds or anything, right? I don't think there is a way to record video yet. Not Are that you? I've seen either. Um, there might, I'm sure there's a way to do it. Because God, I would have some funny shit between that and then... Um, so the, the dragon that I was talking about that you meet, that's not actually a foe. So you're talking to him and there there's conversation trees in, a, in Skyrim. So they'll say something and then you have a couple options that you can, and most of the time you don't miss. It's not like the Bioware engine stuff. If you miss a conversation one is they're just going to answer that question and take you back to the other tree, right? It's going to, you can ask anything. There's no like fail state for the conversations. It's not like, uh. What's a guy, Ugar Rex or whatever he was on Mass Effect? Like, if you don't pick one thing, he's going to try to shoot you. He's going to yeah. try to go after you. Yeah. Ungor Rex. The Mass Effect people are screaming at me. Um, so I'm talking to this dragon, and I, I thought I didn't answer something right or something, because he starts flying away. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is it. But the dialogue's still there. And I watch him, and he's going up, and he doesn't stop. And then he starts, like, spinning like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just watching him go flying up into space. Like, as far as it'll render him, this dragon's just doing this. And the dialogue's still down there, and I'm picking things. I don't hear him anymore, but I'm picking things, and I'm like, well, fuck. I guess I, I think I say that always with Skyrim, you're like, how long ago did I say what progress am I losing by having to boot up the thing so I don't so I don't fuck this up? And then as I'm, I'm done watching him, and I've seen him as far as he can go, and I, I kind of, like, look around. Like, oh, God, what do I do here? And then I look, like, forward, and he's he's leaned up against a rock like he never left. He's just <laughs> propped up there. He's so I walked up to him and kept the conversation going. I was like, man, that's fucking weird. Uh, I sent a video of the deer running through the waters. Like, that always happens on one of my playthroughs. Like, I was uh, watching it from the set of Cocoon back in the 80s. Yeah, because it, it's happening, and I'm like, let me pull out my phone, and I'm, tr I'm trying to record it. And then I, like, drop the phone, and I'm trying to prop it back up and hold my Steam Deck. The deer just, like dove off into the into the water and it's like running like it's not underwater but it's probably 30 feet underwater just dipping with the <laughs> antlers and everything oh <laughs> uh, what's the other one i had i need to go back over there and see if it's still there so i fought another dragon and i had been helped this one killed me like two or three times it's a frost dragon so it's a little bit more difficult than like the standard black ones that'll show up so you've got like the story beat ones and then you've got some named ones and then you've got frost dragons and like the regular black ones. I think they're just called dragons. And then there's one other one that I had to fight that wasn't a frost one, but the frost one was kicking my ass. And I was like, there's a village over there. I'm good at kiting stuff. Like if I can't figure it out, I'm going to drag you over there and let people start shooting arrows at you and all that kind of stuff. So they were, um, it was actually a rival group. Like it's a, it's a cultish group or whatever. So normally they would be fighting me. So they killed, they helped kill the dragon and I made a quick save. And before I went to get the, you know, absorb the soul and get all the dragon scales and stuff to sell, 
they killed me. Like they were right behind me after they killed the dragon. They turned right on me and destroyed me. I was like, okay, I'm already weak from fighting the dragon. So I had loaded the quick save after I had beat the dragon. And when I go back, the dragon's not there, but all the ground is covered in this yellow. It's not quite cheese, but it's like a moss colored texture all over the ground. And then it's going up into the air, like a waterfall into nothing. And it just stops. So it's like this yellow cascading moss of solid texture. It's just a texture that's in the sky. Like I wasn't around any buildings or anything. And it just it just put this texture in there. And I wandered around towards it and I found the dragon like off to the side. So then I got all of his stuff off of there. But uh, Skyrim's crazy shit. Uh, I beat the Thalmor Embassy. I've talked on the show at length every time. I think I've done three Skyrim playthroughs while we've been doing the show. Attempts at least. Um, I this beat the, the Thalmor. Run, right? This is the run. This is the run, yeah. This is the and run. I- and I'm not getting distracted. Like I found caves and stuff like that, and I'll I'll go maybe one or two things deep. And if it's gonna turn into if it's gonna be involved and be a thing, I'm just like, no, I'll get back out. I want to mainline the story and beat the story part because the the lore is really really good. The reason the dragons are coming back, the people who've been researching why they're coming back, the suspicion that you're having something to do with them. It's just there's a lot of political intrigue and factions and discovery as you're going around you meet friend and foe and cultists and religious zealots and just all sorts of people exiled folks um there's the whole like civil war there's like imperials and storm cloaks fighting each other the whole time uh it's just it's really really awesome and like i said i got i got past my farthest save um story's really firing on all cylinders i forgot oh that was another one uh, the mission I just, well, like two missions ago at this point, you have to go find this old member of the, this organization was called the Blades, and they used to protect the Emperor. And the Blades infamously were in the beginning of Oblivion. They were, uh, that was a huge story beat in Oblivion, which is like 100 years before Skyrim takes place in a different part of, uh, what's that land called? It's in Cyrodiil. I'm in Skyrim, so they're all zones of... It's from a land down under? The name escapes me. Yes, uh, other famous men at work titles. Um, <laughs> God, where was I going with that? Oh, so you have to go find, basically is this Obi-Wan Kenobi character, right? He's like a Jedi Knight that's been exiled and he, he has some of the answers. So you have to go get him and bring him somewhere. At some point, there's a major cutscene, and it's not a, it's not like a filmed cutscene. It's all in engine. So that's where you get the weird glitches where people are like running in, into each <laughs> other and <laughs> they can't, they, they're not looking in the right place when they talk. This Joker, we went into a house to do this, like, cutscene and story bit and all that. He decided to crouch the entire time. So he's just, like, creeping around like a crab, and he's looking up at the lady he's talking to, and I have no clue. Like, <laughs> I'm not crouched. I even, like, because the NPCs, if they're in your party, he'd been in my party for the past, like, hour. If they'll they'll mimic your behavior. So if you're sneaking yeah. up on somebody, they'll they'll drop down and sneak around. If you pull out your weapon, you'll hear, like, I'm always the bow. So my bow comes out and I hear like, whoosh, I hear the sword unsheathed behind me, stuff like that. But this guy, like, he's creeping down the stairs and everything. <laughs> like, what are you doing? He's in he's in pure stealth mode the whole time. And uh, even for the cutscene, and I'm just watching him, like, looking up at her as, as he's creeping around. And then a part of the story, he has to, like, open a book. And he just, like, creeps up to the side of the table and then stands up and opens the book. And he's fine after that. <laughs> Man, whatever it took. That was crazy, though. I wish I could do some of those those quick 20-second uh, 
or 30 second clips like the other consoles do. There would have been some entertaining stuff. Uh, but that game's awesome. I love it. I lose the it's the it's the Skyrim effect of like I'll just play for 30, 45 minutes, see if I can move up to where I need to get to. And it's been an hour and a half, two hours. It's crazy. Um, I'm almost to the end of the second act. And from what I looked at, there's three acts. So I'm not sure too how involved that gets at the end. And I'm 15 hours in somehow. <laughs> so which is a lot for me in a game. Despite uh, Cesar's 10 hours in Final Fantasy Uno, I believe. Yes, the first one. But those are my games played. I'm trying to segue to Cesar. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> oh, man. As I mentioned it now. I mean, I've, I've beaten Final Fantasy 1 once, and that was on uh, the Game Boy Advance. Um, was was, those were good versions, right? The Dawn of Souls? Dawn of Souls yeah. is what it's called, yeah. yeah. Uh, so... I don't know when they they came out with the collection, which I've already owned for many like a year, probably on Steam Steam. Uh, but I went ahead and bought the PS4 version and then I physical switch one came in. But I've been playing this on PS4. So I, I don't know, man. I just feel like going through all the Final Fantasy games again, like the, the one through six, because I think the only one I haven't beaten is two. That's the one that I can never fucking beat. And we got but, the actual version of three. Like nobody's played this version of three before. We got the 3D one, right? The 3D remake, yeah, this is the, the real version of 3. I beat the 3D yeah. remake, but I've never beat the, the version of 3. Origins. How does it compare to that one? I, see, I'm, I'm wondering about all the different versions. I love when they do comparisons, like the Game Boy one, the PSP one. I've I've seen a lot of comparisons on them, and I, it's, it, it just depends. Yeah. I, I, the PSP one's probably my fa- favorite-looking one uh, out of all of them, because I played them all. Does the I, PSP one have the cutscenes of that? origins collection because i remember when that origins collection came out and i was looking at those cutscenes, i was just like oh my gosh this game is so beautiful i don't remember it's been so long since i played the psp one and it's yeah it's locked into that console physically and they never came out with digital copies uh they never came out with digital copies of those i might be able to play them on other means yeah let's put it that way you yeah play uh, other means uh right uh if, if you own the games let's go with that um yeah. yes so Final Fantasy One, I, I mean, it's the 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 OG one, the original one, what came out like '86 or something like that. Uh, a little bit after Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest came first, right? Is that a, the argument that always was, or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Um, and they and modeled then, that success, but they're so they're different, you know. They're very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, in this game, you start it up and you 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 choose in, uh, character creation four characters depending on your class. Uh, I think I went with the. Uh, whatever the basic one is, which I fucked up because normally I do a red mage in there because a red mage can do black and white magic and there's some mm-hmm. like teleporting spells you can get that only that the red mage can learn. So I fucked myself. So I'm always hauling ass out the dungeon and near death uh, because <laughs> I can't teleport out of it. Uh, <laughs> um, so like as soon as you start up, it puts you outside the first town and you have the castle there. So like it, it kind of tells you to go into the town and from the town there, you go into this whole thing where the princess is missing uh, and they're looking for the four warriors. And it's like, there's four of you. So I guess you put two, two together. Like uh, we must be the four warriors. So, I mean, that's how the story starts up there. You go up there and you meet the King. And I, I think the princess's name is Sarah. He asked for your help uh, after he argues with his chancellor about whether or not you're the four heroes or not. And he's like, Oh, they can't trust random four people coming up here to be the four heroes. And it's like, King's like, I got a good feeling about these guys here. Uh, so then you go up from there and you go to the the Chaos Shrine. Uh, I think the OG one, they called it a Temple of Fiends, if I remember correctly, in the old mm-hmm. translation. So this is a better translation. So you end up there fighting Garland. 
you beat Garland. Uh, you get the princess, you bring her back, and then that's when you get the whole story about, all right, the king is rebuilding the bridge to the uh, uh, other parts of the continent. Uh, and you are the four warriors, and you have to go bring these crystals back to life. Uh, so then it does a, that's how that whole cutscene goes on there, and that prelude that you love, Richard, uh, plays as soon Such as you cross that, uh, music. Yeah. that story for that. It gives you that whole story, be like these four warriors, you know, start their journey to bring life to these crystals, blah, 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 blah. So as soon as you cross the bridge over there is when you're getting fucked immediately because after that, <laughs> if you don't, if you didn't level up properly, that's when you start getting the the difficulty levels in this game where uh, shit will spike up quickly. Um, so this so. is where I've always stopped. This is that you've described my Final Fantasy One experience on PSP. It is notorious NES. for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll get to that a little bit later about I mean some some of the qual- quality of life updates on there. So. So uh, as you go through, you, you'll run into uh, Matoya's Cave, which is one of the best pieces of music in Final Fantasy. I love Matoya's Cave. Uh, you, it's an old witch in there who's missing her eye, and she can't see anything. So you get the hint, like, oh, i got to find her eye. Then you go into uh, Provoca, which is the next town up there, and then you have to fight a group of pirates. Once you beat the pirates, you get the pirate ship. And then from there, you, your world opens up a little bit more. You're in this little peninsula with a, like a lake in the middle of it, and you can kind of traverse that area. So the the next area it kind of beckons you to go to is uh it's an elfish kingdom. Uh, believe it or not, I think I don't remember what's called in the NES one, but they actually translated in this one as Elfenheim. Uh, oh, uh, the translations are a lot better in this one. I've noticed that. Uh, this has got that famous scene which still came over from the Nintendo version where you go to the grave and said, uh, "Here lies Link on the gravestone." That's still there. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's always funny. Link is dead. Confirmed. <laughs> so. Once you go in there, you you once you, there's a castle nearby. Once you go in the castle, you uh, that also works too. That's uh, we just gotta figure out which uh which route it. Uh, he which died. one? Yeah. Link failed. And then Ganon won. He's in there somewhere. Um. So you find out that the elfish, uh, the light elfish prince has been asleep for five years. He's been tricked by the dark elf. Uh, and you gotta figure out a way to wake him up. And so you traverse on the left half, and then that's where you go into the western keep. Where you find a king, he's like, hey, I need help with my nation. Can you give me this crown? So then you go all the way to the bottom, go to the Marsh's Cave, get the crown, go back, give it to the Western Keep. And then you find out he's like, ha, ah, bitch, I'm the Dark Elf the whole time and tries to kill you. Mm. Uh, so once you kill him, he you uh, get uh, Matoya's eye. So you got to go all the way back to Matoya's Cave. This is the shit that gets you. It's just backtracking. She gives you this uh, the potion to go wake up the prince. So then you go back to the prince, wake him up, wake you up, and he gives you the mystic key. And the mystic key is what has all these fucking rooms locked around as you go through all these castles and caves that you can't get in this room because you didn't have a mystic key. So it beckons you to go through the, all these areas you uh, previously traveled before to see what you're missing in there. From there, you get the nitro powder. And so from there, you go to the west and you go to the dwarf cave. And there's a dwarf in there who's trying to blow up a... Uh, uh, like a, a piece of the straight of the the land for whatever reason he blows it up and that opens up the rest of the world because from there mm-hmm. you can go out and go around the whole globe and, and go see everywhere and then from there is when the game really starts because after that you go a little bit further west and you have belmont and there from there you have a city that's been destroyed completely and they're the closest to the earth cave which is the earth crystal and like everything is dead and rotting the land is all rotting there and they give you the hint, like, hey, in the Earth Cave, there's a vampire. He's the one that's doing all this bullshit. So then you go down to the Earth Cave, you defeat the vampire, nothing happens. So uh, he gives you, like, a, a star ruby. 
So once you get out there, the Star Ruby, you go to the Giant's Cave. You feed the Star Ruby to the Giant. He moves out of the way so you can go down to see the Sage. The Sage is like, all right, the real villain is further down in the Earth's Cave. So you got to go back to the Earth's Cave. This is such an NES game. I love it. You got to go back to the Earth's Cave and go down two more levels and fight the Earth Fiend. And so from there, you beat the Earth Fiend. And then you finally restore the Earth Crystal. And then everybody in Melmon's like, hey, thanks for helping us out. You know, nothing really changes on the screen because it's an NES game. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but they're all happy, but all the land's still destroyed. Um, and then from there, I, I went on to uh, the Crescent Lake, uh, which is a village. And this is where you talk to these old different sages who you're telling you like, all right, they give you this more of the background of the story. Like, all right, the Earth Crystal fell 400 years ago. Then, it, then came the Fire Crystal 200 years after that. And it gives you like this whole background story. Mm-hmm. And so the, one of the sages is like, all right, here's a canoe. Uh, your next thing is uh, you pissed off the fire fiend. You got to go fight this guy now. And so he's in Mount Gulag. Uh, so from there, that's the, that's where I stopped. That's like oh, the first the six or seven ep- uh, hours right there. So I'm almost about halfway through because once I get that fire crystal, then I just got two more left. And then after that, you got to get the airship. And then because like you can go around the map and kind of fuck around and try to see uh different areas and then a lot of that's untraversable because like you know you're gonna need the airship to get over here there's other things like you can kind of get ahead of the game yeah um so some of the quality of life improvements of this game is that you can fast forward the battles uh and that helps it 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 saves what you chose so like if you chose attack attack attack, fire magic um and you hit auto it's always going to do that until you use up your magic uh so that helps speed up the battles uh, the game is still difficult though. It's, it, but I mean, if as long as you do the leveling up before you go into the next area, you're totally fine. I did what I did when I played on the GBA one, where as soon as I got the ship, I went over to the Crescent Lake area and did like another two hours there and just circled up and just barely lived and leveled up quickly. Cause I got the level 30 that way. And oh. after, that, after that, you can just kind of just plow through the game. Uh, you can turn off the encounters, uh, press R3. So if you are about to die, you can turn the counters off so you can get out of the area and you don't die. Uh, which is a common thing, and then you answered the Game Boy Advance one because you couldn't do that either. So, oh, that's after, crazy helpful. Yeah, because if you, you use up all your potions or magic, and you're down in the dungeon, and you got to go up the floors, you're gonna get. You're just at that point. You're just hoping you're gonna make it. Uh, and that's just a button click. That's all it is. Press in R three. Yeah, that's it. That's amazing. It Does it tell off. you on screen like mm-hmm. random encounters off? Counters Holy off. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can just you can just go uh, cake through it that way if you wanted to. Damn. Um CRT the this the game the pixels are done. This game is redone the pixels wise for HD, so it looks fine to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. There is a CRT filter in there. It is straight fucking butthole. If you can find it on YouTube and look at it, it's the worst CRT filter I've ever seen in my life. Damn. It looks like I'm looking at a CRT from 1970, and it's like barely alive. It's like the brightness is very very dark. It's so bad. Ugh. I was like, well, I had I went back to just the regular version and it's like I can't even it's unplayable it's fucking unplayable with the CRT filter I got to find it and send it to y'all guys yuck label is bad yeah um the cool thing is you can you couldn't do this on the Steam version you can switch to the old school music uh from Umetsu and it, and it sounds good uh, I saw that was one of the big uh mm-hmm. big additions to this one but those arranged ones are really good right arranged ones are perfect I left it on there so I mean it's kind of like pick your poison I mean so it it's however you want to do it uh. I'm trying to think of any, I'm missing any other points in that game so far, but I mean, I mean, outside of that, it's it's definitely a playable version of it. So I mean, it's you don't have a lot of the, I don't know, man, because there there was times I think on Saturday night I was like, that's fucking bullshit. You know, there's some stuff on there like, <laughs> like, well, because the bullshit thing is like you you get in certain areas with the Mystic Key and they're like they're locked treasures in there, 
And it's like, oh, monsters, monsters in the fucking treasure box. Nonstop monsters in treasure boxes. And I'm like, God damn it, dude. Another oh, it's not always box. a good item. I mean, no, you have to fight the monster. Then you get the item. And it's like uh, boss level monsters. It's like they'll fucking wipe your team out. So it's like uh, that bullshit's still there. So I don't know, man. You have to be in the mood for it. Uh, but I'll, I'll probably finish it up, man. I'm like halfway done with it. So uh, Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I, once you get in that role of that grinding, it's just that whole, it's that whole, that whole setup, man. Once you get, you're you're grinding your levels, you get in that rhythm, go through the story, grinding your levels, going. I mean, you get into a rhythm, it's fine. I mean, like I'll have a basketball game in the background and just kind of sit there and grind for like two hours. It's like the, what I used to do back in the day when I played uh, RPGs on the PlayStation, like Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy VIII. I used to have like wrestling in the background and just sitting there just fucking yeah. leveling up and not even paying attention. I was like, I'm just gonna level up. You know, there's shit to do uh, while I'm on there. So spend an hour or two and grind out your characters a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not having a lot of fun with it. So That's I'm awesome. 90% certain that uh, Brant played Resident Evil 4. So I'll, I'll talk about why a little bit of play through here uh, and then send it off to Brant. Uh, I'm at the very end of the castle. I'm about to get to go fight Salzar. Uh, he just took over. He just kidnapped Ashley for the final time. It's, it's, the game's different, right, Brant? From when you played, it's very different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, I don't remember playing. I was like, I, you don't see uh, what's his name, Luis. You don't see him as often. Like, yeah. there was a bit where you you played with him a lot in the very beginning of the castle, but this one they left it, left it towards the end. It, it's very different, and there's easier ways to backtrack. Because I think I, I that's why I haven't beat the game yet. Because all of a sudden it's like I, I can backtrack and go through the the Shokan, or the library. Uh, and and you know, there's because I saw some shit in there when I was with Ashley. That's like, oh, I can unlock this and this and this, and I just gotta fight the armors along the way. So I, I've been doing a lot of backtracking, just getting treasure shit in there and right now. So that's what's taking me so long. Um, wasting my ammo like a dumbass. But uh, <laughs> Salazar's still creepy looking little little dude. He's he, yeah. he's even worse now. He's got like a Doc Brown here from like Back to the Future. Is like all up. Yeah. Here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it's like Olivia's. he has no hat. Yeah. Oh, you could. He looks like he could have been Doc Brown. Um. Talk around Salazar. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm right before the island. I'm not, after that, I think it's all downhill from there, and just I'll finish it off on there. But I mean, there's some backtracking you could do. There's some different treasures you can get. Like, uh, like I'll get different keys, and I'll like open up the other parts of the map, and I was like, okay, I can go get this treasure over here now. Then I'll go back over there, and it's like the enemies are there's like fucking enemies everywhere. And it's like, nah, fuck that. I ain't doing <laughs> shit. You know, it ain't worth yeah. it for one treasure thing. Yeah. Uh, so like, I mean, I pick and choose which ones I want to go around and fuck with. So, because I mean, like those side missions to get the spindles are the same ways. Because I think you have to fight that nightmare armor down there, and that's like another mission thing on there. And it's like I don't know if I will go that far, but I'll go in there and play the fucking uh, gotcha mechanic thing to get the things out of those machines. So, which is usually just more treasures to upgrade weapons. Because I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm just doing the bullshit upgrades where like, you get the like he, the the merchants like, oh, you got the second set of upgrades. Here you go, bitch. And I was like, all right, cool. So that yeah. I can just double up on the the power and everything like that. So that's what I'm kind of doing. But the, what are the, the armor enemies? The guys with the big shields? It's the knights. Know, it's, the knights. Yeah. Well, at at one point in the game, you you're in the castle. I'm, I'm done. So go ahead, go ahead, Brian. I'm done. There's there's all those suits of armor, and the damn head parasite will be in the. It'll it'll pop the helmet off, and it's just that, yeah. and the armor's gotcha. coming at you with the parasite gotcha. in there. Yeah. Um, I think last week I had just gotten to chapter four. So after that, you know, I, um, uh, went down to the lake, uh, fought the giant fish. Um, still a good battle in the new one. Yeah. Yeah. That that was was, a highlight on the GameCube. I was always like, oh my gosh, this is like a movie. 
felt like it was that, easier in this one. It, right, it did. Really? It, yeah, because I didn't die. I didn't die once, and I remember dying a bunch on the. It's it's either yeah, the fact that one. I remember it so well, and th- it's one of those things that it didn't really change that much in this. But for the most part, this game, in a lot of ways, is very different. Um, you still get those instances where you're going along. You're like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. But there's a lot you're like, this is this is like completely different. Mm. Um, I don't know about you, Cesar. I don't. I haven't. Uh, I didn't ever. Didn't even buy the little uh, sub machine gun. Uh, I just don't like using it. Uh, I think I ended up buying it because they gave me so much fucking ammo for it, and I'm like, I'm just wasting this ammo because I had like 150 <laughs> rounds. So I was like, let me just buy this thing. I just sell them the ammo. I think I, I remember on that, my GameCube yeah. playthrough, it just it it drank the ammo so fast, like yeah. it's like, and then you're done. Yeah. yeah. So I I know. I never used that. Uh, I know I had upgraded. I'd kept the shotgun um, right there after you fight the fish and you're going around the lake. You can actually find um, one of the uh, the stronger pistols, uh, the Red 9. Yeah. Um, which as soon as I found that, I got rid of both of like my starter pistol and the second pistol that you get. And I just started upgrading that thing. The I, think I'm using the, I think I'm using the Punisher in mine. That one's actually pretty good, too. The, yeah. the only thing about the Red... Like, the Red 9 has decent power and everything, but its accuracy is kind of kind of wonky. Can, are we talking about Star Wars, or are we talking about Resident Evil? <laughs> Red 9. Um, <laughs> Red 9 checking in. Blue Leader checking in. Red 9, um, lock your X-Foils, or what do they call those things? Um... And other than that, like I eventually, like I got the the second shotgun that you can buy. I sold my my twelve gauge after I got yeah. that second shotgun. Yeah, same. Um, I know that the one of the first things was I upgraded that like original rifle power because I know at the start of the game it's it's one of the most powerful guns you have. So I know I updated the power on it and. Every now and then I'd get in situations where I could just take the scope off and pop some stuff if they were too close. And um, But I've gotten... Where am I now? I'm at chapter... Chapter 9 out of 14 chapters. You're almost a bankruptcy. Um, <laughs> uh, One can dream. And that is... That is in the, in the smack middle of, of the castle there. I've already been encountering the uh, the enemies where there's like this weird, uh, like arachnid-looking parasite, and it'll jump on some of the uh, the people, and then they like run straight towards you. You have to kill them, and then the uh. little thing jumps off their back. Uh, Are those it, new or were those in the? I don't remember those. Spi- those were, I don't remember the spider ones. Yeah, I I remember them in the original. Were they? Because okay. they were fast as fuck, and I'm like, oh my god, they were they were <laughs> they're a lot faster. <laughs> they're a lot faster in this version for sure. I was like, oh shit, I'm spraying like crazy everywhere. <laughs> um, Closing the gap, huh? <laughs> definitely, I definitely hate the dogs in this one. I hated those, um, what you called the bullet sponges that you'd come across in the uh, in the village. The dudes with the damn like. Ox heads on. I sent Richard the Doc Brown picture of Salazar. Doc Brown Salazar. <laughs> Doc Brown Salazar. He looks crazy. Um, I know not not too long after I had gotten in the castle, one of the uh, <laughs> I was. He looks you know, less menacing with the big hair. It makes him more friendly looking. 
different guns and everything. And uh, the merchant had a new one that I completely forgot about. Oh, the broken the broken butterfly. It's the Magnum uh, revolver. And as oh, soon, yeah, yeah, yeah. soon as I was able, as soon as I had enough, I went and bought that thing because that immediately because um, I bought it and then I wound up going into those little catacomb areas where you meet the first um, blind enemy that's like chained against the wall. And he's got like the giant and that was different uh, too, right? Claws attached to him. Mm, it's it was a little different, but I I remember that encounter. I mean, I remember that encounter. Um, but I, I could have sworn it was like he was downstairs, and I had to go downstairs to remember because we were up yeah, top. you had to go I, downstairs. Because I was down there, I would go down there and cheese it, and go up top and try to shoot him from down there. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like the guy from there. Gears of War, the Berserker. <laughs> yeah. So you've and and he's you know he's got sensitive hearing, so you have to like stay crouched. There's a bunch of jammed chains and mm-hmm. stuff hanging from the ceiling. So you, if you bump one, he turns around and just rushes you. But you've got to get you've got to get behind him. And he's got one of the the parasite like bulging out of his back. And so I was I got behind him a couple times and popped him with my um, with my nine and then eventually just pulled out the uh, butterfly and just it. It does this thing where if you keep your gun out, the reticle actually like closes in and it'll make it more accurate. But you have to like take your time and aim it because it starts out wider and it'll come down with like the handguns. So giving you a more just, precise by by putting the by building the time ahead of time. Yeah, it'll give you a more precise shot when you fire. I like uh, that. Sounds like a good mechanic. So yeah, I tried popping him a couple times, and he just he's still just you know rushing around the room. So I, I real quietly, and then I took that magnum out and just eh, pop, and he just immediately fell down to the ground. Um, and that's. See That's ya. the power of the damn Magnum, man. It'll drop some stuff quickly. Um, I've just gotten to the Grand Hall, so Ashley just had like her first little episode with the parasite and uh, got taken away again, and now I've, I'm rendezvoused with her I mean, once more. Yeah, but she was taking over like internally, right? She just, yeah. She just ran off. Yeah. Like that counterweight, it was different too, right? I don't remember that counterweight yeah. the exact same way. Uh, and that that's my one thing. I have like everybody else's acting and everything that's gone uh, on and all the changes and everything. I love Ada. She seems like she is like the lowest energy. Like, <laughs> hey, Leon. See, I've never it's played a like, version of that with her in it. I, I yeah. played the GameCube one. She's like, uh, maybe no, she's she in there. Yeah. She's like, maybe oh, you can't play as her as the like the the extra missions on that one. No, you you can play. You, she's in uh, Mercenaries yeah. on the GameCube one. Yeah, but what the rumor is what this supposed to be that DLC from Separate Ways is coming. So yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a damn great game, man. I'm uh, I'm loving it so far. Um, shit, I say bring on re- remaking Resident Evil Five and Six, man. They might be able to make ooh. Six better. <laughs> already got the engine going right yeah uh, i mean apparently there's something at the at the end of this game that kind of hints towards five so i know i enjoyed five and i know a lot of people jo- enjoyed five just based on the uh the co-op mechanic alone being able to run through the the whole campaign with somebody else i mean i mean you bring up a good point brand i mean if they're, they're making money off these games i mean well, fuck it remake five until you start fucking up right so people stop yeah. buying it 
and then finally, look at it. finally make a definitive version of six. That's make, way yeah, better. Make a ver- make six. Make a version make, of six. Yeah. yeah, six didn't happen. That bad. It, oh my I know gosh! I've, I know I've asked this before. <laughs> I I bought it. I kept the download codes for everything else and got rid of the the actual game for six because I played like thirty minutes of it and like, what the hell is this? This sucks. <laughs> I mean, I, the stamina meter pissed me off the most because I literally—oh my gosh! I would literally like punch, <laughs> like punch a kick with Leon, and I'd be like, my health would be down to like red. I'm like, God, oh, what's fucking happening, dude? They added stamina to Resident yeah. Evil. Yeah, it was bad. It's like Oof. I was like, I literally couldn't do any melee because it was killing me. It, it was, I don't it, know, man. Straight garbage. Yeah, we it's, need to re- we need a, we need a, we need Resident Evil Six is what we need. It's never yeah. been made before, so it's it's you know there's <laughs> there's some people that have done playthroughs and stuff, and it's hilarious to watch those, uh, just because the story is very like Michael Bay esque action movie, uh, very over the top. But as far as playing it, it's it's a it's a nightmare. It, it was like Michael Bay mixed with like a freaking Fast and the Furious because it brought like everybody <laughs> in on this thing. I was like yeah. everybody in there was like yeah. I was waiting for Dom Toretto to show up like families. What it's about? <laughs> uh, and then other than still going through um, Resident Evil Four remake, um, I Grant play that rear, play your rear. Play your rear. Rear update. We need an update on your rear. All the listeners were excited about your rear last week. Uh, last time I think I was talking about, I was at like the third dungeon, which was the angler dungeon on uh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Uh, since that, I beat the game. Yeah. All all eight dungeons. Um, Slay the windfish. Now play it on Switch. Never stop playing it. I'm about to say, yeah, I, I keep, could, just keep going, rebeating every could version. Play of it, it through Switch. It's, it's actually pretty damn good. It's a good remaster. Um, it yeah. reminded me. It reminded me a lot, and what I really enjoyed is it um, reminded me a lot of the original uh, from the NES, but with a lot more personality. Yeah, a lot more liberties taken. Yeah. Um, it's just a fun game to play, yeah. and I loved uh, loved the humor in it. I loved seeing you know you get characters that look like Mario and Luigi. You get a um, Yoshi doll. There's an enemy that looks. It, it's called the Anti Kirby. It's uh, there's all sorts of little references and everything in there. Um, side note, uh, what was it? The it's the second to the last trial. Uh, the Eagles Tower. Eagles or tower. Something like that. Fuck that eagle. <laughs> I hate that thing so much. There Is was that so- the one. Is that the one where you're throwing the balls in the pits for them to go down a level? Like that's the puzzle mechanic in the dungeon, or was that the next? Yeah, time? that was that was that one because you had that's to. That's not like, fun for me. You had to break the four pillars. Yep. I wound up just playing the game with um, what is it like, Zelda Dungeon Dot Guide or whatever it is. <laughs> Walking you through uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even when you get up to to face him. He does, you know, a, a few primary moves where he, you know, comes uh, from the screen left or right, just straight at you. Of course, you have to first you have to climb this tower. And so you're fighting him at the top of a tower. And he comes for the screen yeah. left or right, and you can slash him before he gets to you. So that's that's fine. But then he comes down at an angle from either the, the top left or the top right. And he'll do one of two things. He'll either swoop down at you, which isn't that bad you can either you know jump back and slash him with the sword but he does this other thing where he flaps his wings 
which pushes you. And if you aren't like either right at the middle or close to the middle yep. and, you know, pressing the D pad, trying to walk at him. Also, he's throwing feathers at you. So you have to have your shield out. And if, if you wind up being a little bit too close to that edge, it just winds up pushing you off the edge and you go down the tower and you've got to climb back up and it starts, starts the battle over again. Like you never hit him before. So <laughs> and, almost like the, uh, the Moldorm and link to the past fall so, in the pit, climb back up and start it all over again. That one, that one was a little annoying. Yeah. Um, other than that, I have no complaints about that game. That game is, is 100% fun. I can't believe I waited so long to play it, and it's probably it's awesome. It's it's way up there. It's it's with, um, it's with Majora's Mask there too, because it's On one your of the Zelda weird playthroughs. Ones. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Top tier Zelda, buddy. And so, like that was my first Zelda, and then my first Mario was. I got Super Mario Land was my first Mario game, but I had played Super Mario Land two on a, a friend's Game Boy at school. So then I would see like Super Mario Brothers. This sounds backwards. Forgive me. I would see like the first Zelda and the first Mario Brothers, and I was like, "This are not as inspired as these other things that I've played." For the Game Boy being such a weaker system, we got like crazy awesome games yeah. out of that thing, and. Link's Awakening, I think, is probably the top tier example of that. It has so much personality, and the graphics are are really, really well done. It it shines way over the first Legend of Zelda, in my opinion. Oh yeah, awesome game. Is that um, it? You got something else? No, actually, yeah, that's that's it. We can jump and straight into news. News. Going backwards. No, you did not listen to the episode wrong. We started off with games played, so we're switching things up. Wi-Fi just died on the iPad. Let's see what we got. There we Uh-oh. go. Time to get a new one. Face. Time to get a new one. All right. I can find the news. Uh, Sony has acquired Firewalk Studios, the 20th member of the PlayStation Studios family. This comes from Jordan Midler at VideoGamesChronicle.com. The developers working on an original multiplayer IP. This is the studio that borrowed or stole people from or hired people from. <laughs> stole and borrow. Yeah, I had it in another. Damn, it's not in this article as I start leading into that. But it's like it was like Bungie and Rockstar and Activision. We're excited with for Firewalk to bring their technical and creative expertise to PlayStation Studios to help grow our live service operations and deliver something truly special for gamers. That is a quote from PlayStation Studios head Herman Holst. He added, we're thrilled to expand our collaborative relationship with Firewalk Studios and formally welcome the team to PlayStation Studios. Uh, The company, which is yet to release a game, was founded in 2018. And the partnership with Sony was announced in 2021. So look forward to whatever they're going to make. Sony's building up a crazy online profile (laughs) between Bungie and these studios making the IP. I'm ready for this, this this stuff to start coming out. (laughs) And that's not saying their project got rebooted. You know, they're just officially acquired now. They probably uh, saw what they like and went ahead and just. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can y'all name the other 19 studios? (laughs) I'm going to play that game. (laughs) (laughs) Media molecule. Haven. Sucker punch. Blue Point. You have Blue Point. 
Somebody told Naughty uh, Dog. Somebody was comparing mm-hmm. a game to Infamous. They were like, "This is Infamous esque." Hmm. And I was like, "Brant might, Brant might like that." It'll come to me at four o'clock in the morning. So, Brant, if you get a text, <laughs> I know you turn your phone off, but if you get a text at four in the morning, it's me fever dreaming whatever game that was. Somebody said it's like Infamous. So, I think you're the resident Infamous super fan. Oh yeah. What's next up in news? What did Miyamoto say? That's a quote from Miyamoto. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> uh, speaking with a Japanese interviewer uh, this week, translated by VGC, Mario designer Miyamoto hinted that the company's next movie adaptation would focus on different Nintendo characters. What? Please keep an eye out. <laughs> On our next production, Miyamoto said, um, "This next, or this time, Mario was the focus. But Nintendo is like a talent agency. We have many other entertainers on our roster, like WWE, or like <laughs> a stable of entertainers. All right, who's this going to be? Who are we going with? What's That's the safe a... bet? What's the safe bet?" I mean, obviously, all of us, I would say, I mean, they already introduced Donkey Kong, so we could say Donkey Kong, uh, Legend, you, you get Legend of Zelda. You that one again, right? Since they've already done that art style mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, that seems Legend, to be yeah. easy. Legend of Zelda had a had a cartoon right there with Mario in yeah. the 80s. So That was god-awful. <laughs> Captain N. Captain N the movie. That, I don't think that's your billion-dollar idea there. So <laughs> we might go see a Captain in movie. Hey, man, <laughs> you asked what I thought, I gave my Yeah, I'm fine with it. What about a Final Fantasy movie? Have they ever made one of, <laughs> made one of those before? <laughs> oh, boy. Is there anything else in that article worth uh, kicking around to? Where, nah, what are the numbers up to now? Uh, it says... To be a billion any day now, probably. Yeah, like it says expected to come. Yeah, comfortably surpassed one billion global box office milestone. Has anybody gone yet? No, not yet. We may, not yet we may be available soonish. I'll reach out to y'all after the after the show. I've I've literally only gone to watch anime movies, so anything live action, <laughs> I'm, or CG, I'm should be down. Captain Lou is back for live action Mario. Then I saw the live action uh, Saint Seiya movie, and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at when I was at the movie theater watching the anime movie? It's like, I didn't even know this was coming out. Did it look good? Uh, it looks very CG, and hmm. it looks very CG. Oh, like people running around uh, with a green screen in the background? It's got Sean Bean in there. I'm assuming he's going to die at some point. So He is going to get murdered. <laughs> as soon as I saw him in there, I was in the movie theater, like, he's going to die. Yeah. I don't know who he's playing, but <laughs> I know he's dying. <laughs> don't get attached to this man's character. <laughs> Damn, he died in uh, the Final Fantasy movie, didn't he? <laughs> Speaking of yeah. Final Fantasy movies, mm-hmm. we brought Sean it full Bean circle. Sean Bean always does. I think he was in a. I think he did an SNL skit uh, skit where he uh, they made a, a joke where he said he was always he Some always character. dies. Yeah, they like they would follow him around waiting for him to die. It's, it's like everybody's just looking at him like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> him and uh, Steve Buscemi, it's always, Steve Buscemi yep. character always dies. Mm-hmm. Plus he's in the Adam Sandler movie. He's like, hey, fellow <laughs> kids, how do you do? Yeah, fellow kids. <laughs> or he's like the screwball junkie in the park or something. That's his yeah. other his other Little niche for the Adam Nicky. Sandler films. Little Nicky, right? Yeah. yeah. 
All right, Mario movie, probably a sequel to that, I think. But Donkey Kong yeah. is a safe bet, or maybe like mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers, Donkey Kong, in Blink, whatever that adventure would be. I wouldn't be surprised. I do like a Toad movie, man. They're weird like that sometimes. Or Yoshi, some sort of Yoshi universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is Yoshi in the? I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I've I've already seen something, but I'm not okay. gonna say. <laughs> a Kirby movie would be great, and they Kirby would be awesome. Yeah. But that's only when movies are going to die, right? When they're going to kill the movies and move on to the next platform. That's when uh, the, That's when you can start I getting mean, all the Kirby movies. It won't be them because everybody's like, oh, Sonic's making money. Oh, Mars making money. And then yeah, they're going to be movie. like, oh, we got to make a Bubsy movie. Or we got to make a Arrow the Acrobat movie. Or like, make a Croc there, movie. Yeah, they're sitting like, there like, grab every license Grab every license we can. It is Fox Interactive. It's right there. That could have been our Saturday morning cartoon. That's cartoons. Disney. That's Disney. It is it's Disney, Disney now? Yeah. Disney owns All right, Fox. Give us a Disney Plus Croc show. Give us action figures and give us a new Croc game. You have to... Uh, who's your favorite uh, correspondent from uh, What's Good Games? What's uh, what's her name? Andrea Renee. Her husband's the one that works for Disney for licensing for games and movies. You would have to go to him, at him. He was the old harmonics guy, right? Yeah, he also worked for Sony for a while. Can we pitch this to? Is John Drake? Can we pitch John, John Drake? Drake uh, yeah, a new a Croc revival. Hell yeah, he might listen. Just Adam, Adam with Croc. Like, hey, can you? What can you do again in a Croc collection? Croc, Croc collection with the GBA version included or GBC one order? Which yeah. one? Yeah, Credence Clearwater Croc collection. CCR man. GBCR. <laughs> <laughs> Legend, colon, Legend of the Gobos. <laughs> I'm looking at the box. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Revenge of the Gobos. Yeah, like, where, where do I put this on the shelf? How does this get alphabetized? So when that shit at the end in the front, like, I don't know why we didn't sell well. It's like nobody can knew where to fucking stock your game at. Uh, speaking of stock at physical games and put on your shelf so you make sure you always have a copy to play in the future. I owe. Brant. Brant. Oh, yeah. This make us sad, Brant. Uh... Make us sad. Here's that all digital future kind of creeping in a little bit. Uh, apparently, according to a subreddit post, uh, there have been, I guess, copies of Star Wars Jedi Survivor kind At of out, in the, out in the mm-hmm. wild. And what people are noticing is that there is a download required banner on there. Oh, um, Brant, this is a single player game. Yeah, but the thing is, is that the, let's see, the digital versions, um, which we saw the uh, file sizes for was about 150 gigabytes, um, at least for, for PlayStation, which is, goodness. what were those dual layer disc, 100 gigs? It is 100 and, gigs, yeah. And, you know, I think most people thought, oh, that's that's awesome, we'll never... We'll never have well, to worry about that. There, there's one console who are, still refuses to alter Blu-ray discs. So, yeah, <laughs> they're not using ultras. Those are just standard Blu-rays. Yeah, with the yeah. download updates. That's why there's no. That's why none of their games are fully on disc. That's why Brant's copy of Halo Infinite is a coaster. Uh, it's a CD key. It's a 500 uh, kilobyte file on a 20 gig disc. So crazy to me still. Like, why even waste the? It's like e-waste, isn't it? <laughs> Basically, they they do note that the file size on Series S apparently is significantly less at about 44 gigs. 
meaning that 100 gigabytes of the uh, file is taken up by 4K textures that will be used on PS5, Series X, PC mm-hmm. versions of the games. I uh, So I recently downloaded the first one on Steam Deck again. Did I talk about that? I got it running? Yeah, that you fine. got it running. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. But I, I remember it being like 40 to 50 gigs, I think. So that, that gives me hope for the Steam Deck version of that second one. Should be about the same as that Series S, I would think. But I know it doesn't this... say anything about Steam on here, does it? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it's always download on Steam, so. Yeah. But I know this this kind of brings up the, well, if, if games are too big to fit on physical media, then we might see less and less of them on physical media or the fact that yeah. this game, you may be able to get a physical copy, but in the future, if the servers go down, you know, what's that going to look like? Are you going right. to be able to play it even at all? So what what this comes down to, I think, overall, and from my understanding of it, having been in the industry before it was all digital as the way it's tended to go, and it's great that you can pre-order a game, it downloads, it unlocks, you're ready to go day one. Um, these SKUs are in store to drive in like pre-order bonuses and trade bonuses, right? So you're getting this at a discount because you brought us eight games and we gave you $6 for the eight yeah. games, but you applied that towards your copy of, so as long as you still have those brick and mortar stores that sell, not just your, your DLC cards or your Xbox points, 600 Xbox points for $20 or whatever it was, uh, you're driving that revenue for accessories and uh, trades for people bringing that stuff in to, to try to get a cheaper copy of that physical SKU, mm-hmm. which is not a thing, but it will get you, you can purchase it in store even though you still have to go download it, which sucks butt, and uh, we're lucky to have, I think all three of us have pretty solid ISPs, but there are places with uh, either data caps or, or a lot poorer quality internet than what we experience. Yeah. I think that's it for that, right? Jedi Survivor. Is that this week? Yes. Yeah. Are you guys like, jumping in that one? Is it Friday? <sighs> yes, it's Friday. I would. I don't know. I have to see. I have something coming up, and I may be out of town. Like oh. next week, so. Brand, us. brand life life update without the update. Let's go. <laughs> it's it's all work related stuff. So. Boo. Work boring. update. Boring. That's a boring update. I've got interference from somewhere. I'm sorry. I don't know what's causing it. Yeah. Y'all hear it? Yeah. You hear a little bit of boring. crackling. It's annoying. Don't, Stop don't worry. Eating the Rice Krispies. Don't worry, Brand. I, I got a I got a fucking bullshit. Uh, be careful with my words here. I got a I got jury duty May first. So. Ooh, fun. I got, and it's not even regular jury duty; it's grand jury duty. And Ooh. so I'm locked down for three months. I can't go anywhere. So, oh shit, I that's kind be, of exciting. I got to be there every Wednesday for the next three months. So Warzone in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, the sucky thing is, I, I was planning to go to LA in July. I can't go to LA now. So, mm. hey, you <laughs> might be able to get out of it when they're selecting jury members. Just yeah. get up there, and I don't know. Say something controversial. I don't know, man. That'll get you kicked out of the the selection process. Yeah, that's I'll, always a good way to do it. I always try to do that, man. They're like, no, we want that crazy son of a bitch on there, <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> I just get up there, no matter what they did. I don't care. I don't need to hear any evidence. They're guilty. Yeah, <laughs> I've already made up my mind. I've already made my decision. They're yeah. guilty. Nothing's gonna change my mind. Yeah. All right. 
Let's wrap this thing up. We've got your uh, Nintendo Indie World Showcase, which featured over 20 games headed to Switch. Uh, this comes from Tom Ivan at VideoGamesChronicle.com. He highlights Oxenfree 2 and Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, which looks like a spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio, which everyone's excited about. Radio. Had, th- had that been confirmed for Switch at that point? Mm, it hasn't been really confirmed awful. to anything, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. I'm trying to figure it out. It's scratchy. Here we go. Uh, I'm just going to run down this list here. Uh, originally scheduled to arrive in 2021 before being delayed, Team Reptile's Bomb Rush Cyberfunk will be released on August 18th for Switch and PC via Steam. Inspired by Jet Set Radio, blah, blah, blah. Is it radio? <laughs> Announced in April 2021. Originally planned for release that year. Last year, I'm sorry. Oxenfree 2 All Signals will hit Switch, PS4, PS5, PC via Steam, and mobile devices on July 12th. Uh, I remember Oxenfree being a big hit. I think Cesar talked about it at one time on this show. Enjoying it. Maybe not. That are 40 down. Can't remember which one it was. <laughs> uh, too confused all the time, man. <laughs> oh, God. Is this the whole list? Yeah. Uh, Minico's Night Market, My Time at Sandrock, Five Nights at Freddy's, Security Breach, Shadows Overloathing. Oxenfree 2, Quilts and Cats of Calico from Monster Couch Studios, A Little to the Left Cupboards and Drawers, Teslagrad 2 and Teslagrad Remastered, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon Puzzlers Pack, Cult of the Lamb, Relics of the Old Faith, Blasphemous 2, Animal Well, Rift of the Necrodancer, Plate Up, Crime O'Clock, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk from Team Reptile, the aforementioned. They have the studio after each one of these. Uh, Paper Trail, Little Kitty, Big City, <laughs> what? Chance of Sinar, <laughs> Brotato, and Escape Academy, the complete edition. So if any of those strike your fancy, please go look them up. There's a brief synopsis on that article from Tom Ivan. Nothing like really jumped out at me. I like the updates on the uh, bomb funk that I was looking forward to. <laughs> Blasphemous too, though. That's... So that was another one that impressed me, and I was like, "Ooh, it's on Steam. Let me go look." And I own yeah. the first one. It's like, okay, great. I guess they gave it to us in a humble bundle or something. So I may download that and give it a shot. Cesar, or Cesar, Renee's wanting to get on Warzone again. <laughs> He's telling us, "Let's go." <laughs> oh, and last more but not story. least, maybe we can. Yeah, we might be able to. Uh, last but not least, you want to take this one home, Brant? Uh, we got some new Sega. Genesis slash Mega Drive games for the uh, Nintendo Switch Online service, which consist of Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition. Um, Mappy adjacent flicky. Mappy <laughs> <laughs> adjacent flicky. Flicky. Uh, so, yes, Cesar uh, saw the tweet, I guess, before us, and he's like, Flicky looks like Mappy. And I'm like, what the yeah. hell are you talking about? And you guys were like, new Nintendo Switch Online game. So I immediately looked up Flicky and I was like, that is Mappy. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> How is that not Mappy? Uh, there's also Kid Chameleon, uh, which I actually thought might have already been on the service. Uh, and then uh, probably the biggest highlight is uh, Pulse Man, which is a Game Freak uh, pre- 
Pokemon game, Pokemon. and it is actually a really, really good uh, kind of like action platformer. It looks kind of deal. Yeah. Has anybody it's, tried it out yet? Gone in there for the update? I haven't tried it on the service, but I've I've played around with uh, Pulse Man in the past. Before it's uh, it's pretty solid. It's a solid title. It looks like something that shouldn't belong in Genesis. Almost like a. Gunstar Heroes was one of those for me. I'm looking at it like this is there's no way that Genesis is pushing this out. Did uh oh, well you said it was Game Game Freak. I was like, well, did Treasure have their hands in this one too? Uh Brand, I think your kid chameleon uh familiarity is because it's always in these collections. Yeah. <laughs> it's all every compilation Sega has put out since the Genesis has had Kid Chameleon on there. Yeah, it's probably on the yeah, Genesis collection <laughs> for the Switch that I have on the mm-hmm. shelf behind me. I bet. So. And the PS3 one and the yep. PS2 one. Yep. <laughs> it's on all those. All right, that's all the news. You guys that's got anything it, else good. you want to add? We did it. We I did like it doing games played in the news. Yeah. I feel like we breeze through news because our meat is in uh, games played sometimes. Sometimes it's the other way around. Brant, where would you like to put your meat? <laughs> I don't know where you're laughing at. I don't Damn know where this is going. 13-year-old <laughs> over here just laughing. <laughs> Giggling up. <laughs> All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Adios. What a rush. Do we lead with that? It's up to you. You want to do games play again first and then go into news? Bury the lead. I mean, we're amped. We usually do news to kind of get warmed up, right? But I think we're I think we're warmed up. I mean, I'll bring us back down to talk about the 10 hours of Final Fantasy 1 I played. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about that. How's that bring it down? I want to hear, hear about the 10 hours. Don't bring me down. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Playing on my guitar. That's how it went, right? <laughs> exactly. Bam, 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 guitar. <laughs> it's always guitar. <laughs> always, always, always You're not the sure side if it's the guitar. It's the guitar. It wasn't Drum Hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.